This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, Taking Back the Rain. So today I'm joined with Carrie. Carrie, good morning to you. Hi, hi, hi. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to have you on the podcast. And obviously what we've done is we have launched a bit of a empowering women podcast to get really empowered women or women that have really had their backs against the wall and really had to push through that adversity to have the success that they've got today so welcome onto the podcast to talk to us about your journey so tell me a little bit about you and your business and and you know the special thing that's happened this week tell everybody (laughs) about it (laughs) <laughs> oh, firstly, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. So, yeah, I'm Carrie Ann. I've been a secondary science teacher for 18 years, but that's all about to come to an end very soon. I launched my business, The Science Booth, about six years ago, which is a, a science edutainment company. It started off providing birthday party shows, all sort of whiz bang science and exciting stuff and workshops, but it, it quickly grew. So from birthday parties to youth groups to going into primary schools, we now offer after school clubs because there's just not so many people offering the exciting science in primary schools. It's a way of getting young children excited about science so that hopefully eventually they'll become our future scientists, doctors, researchers, whatever. And then... And And I I think what's really interesting about that is children need to be really curious, don't they? Uh, And when we have children come uh, to our site, they are very shut down because they're not in the learning part of their brain. And so obviously through adversity, children can learn and become curious again, can't they? And and science is, is really like it makes you curious. Yeah, and I think I think really young children are amazing natural scientists, but the older they get and the more they go through the school system, it mm. kind of gets bashed out of them because as teachers and educators and the government, they've got to sit exams, they've got to fulfil certain curricula, and we just absolutely bash, them, bash it out of them. And I'm trying to keep the fun and the excitement and the curiosity that is the wonder of science. It's, it's the thing that's driven my passion throughout my whole life. So, so trying to foster that and bring that to the children in in whatever way possible is kind of what I'm about yeah and I and I think obviously we see a lot of shut down children come through the web the horse who are not working in their logical brain they're in the reptilian part of the brain because they've had some kind of trauma or they've had trauma with school and obviously this is great to talk about because we know that the schooling system well I believe the schooling system is very broken because it takes away that entrepreneurial side of a child and that curiosity and and that that intrigue and this brings that out in them I mean you must see that in the work that you do yeah a hundred percent and I've been a teacher for 18 years and I've seen the school system getting worse and worse. I've discovered the world of home education and, and just realised how amazing that is now. And my big thing is education is so important for everybody, but the mm. right sort of education. And mm. currently the state education system is a one size fits all and it really doesn't serve all the children 
and it, it is quite sad so i think i'm building a community of steam educators and it's brilliant to see those guys getting out there and yeah. making children excited about science again without it being linked to the government to an exam to a, a tick box exercise it's all about just that wonder curiosity and investigation yeah and we're not wanting to shut children down are we we want them to learn we want them to grow we want them to find what really floats their boat and creates that passion i mean we've had to wait till later on in our life to realize that actually we are passionate about something and we are really wanting to learn and that makes the learning come naturally doesn't it 100 percent. and uh, I, even though i teach in schools oh, i'm about to leave but in so many schools, we've pushed children to do GCSEs, A-levels, university, that going to university is the only way. But actually, probably for about the past five years, I've been on the slide trying to tell them that that's not the only way. And, <laughs> and don't do it just because your mum and dad are saying and don't do it just because that's what everyone else is doing. It's like I've been trying to help so many children find their passion and help them get to that in a different way. University, getting a degree isn't the only answer and isn't the only way to doing that. No, and, and I am totally with you on the fact that we put our children through this pathway and it's so difficult. I mean, it's destroying, it's soul destroying these children that, that we work with because they're very broken going through that system or have become very broken. And I'm sure you see it as well being in the schools. And it's it's what we want to do is, is children to learn and you don't get the behaviours when they're enjoying what they what they are doing. And they're able to become more authentic in who they are uh, because they're following a path of passion. And that's when we get to this age, we're following that path of passion as well, aren't we? It's just taken us a lot longer. Yeah, 100%. So like for you to do what you're doing, I think it's fascinating. And I think it's really it must be so empowering for you as well. And obviously, tell me about this award that you've won this week. Oh, my God, so exciting. So I found out about it a little while ago, but I was only allowed to announce it this week. So the award is a, a Rising Star Award. And the award is from a, a huge company called Globant. So they're like the software and technology people behind companies like Google and Electronic wow. Arts. I know. They recently sponsored the FIFA Women's World Cup. And this award has got the title, The Women That Build. So it's all about women who build up other women in the sort of steam industry so that might be technology Maybe. it might be anything so what I'm doing is it's kind of perfect for that so yeah I'm all about helping other people kind of achieve and do well and I'm I'm everyone's biggest cheerleader if you're if you're doing steam and you're helping children get excited about science I'm right there behind you cheering you on <laughs> yeah well I think just helping children find their paths is 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 you know everybody's passion really at the minute that works in this type of space you you need to unlock that 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 part of them and allow them to grow and to be to be really curious and, and we see it with the horses when we allow them to be horses they become curious and interested and and those those bits come out because it's allowed to come out yeah. that curiosity and interest so tell me a little bit about what's driven you to this path tell me about the adversities that you've had to overcome to become this amazing entrepreneur with I mean your path now is just going to change isn't it but tell me about the beginnings where did this passion to help others come from 
Well, I think my, my passion for science education was was kind of how it all started. So I wouldn't say that my my history is unusual, but I would say that, that my choice and my way to deal with it is, is probably more the unusual bit. Lots of children were like me. Lots of children grew up in single parent families, in poverty, in a council house, being hungry. And it was awful. But I know that's not a unique situation. But I feel lucky that I realised very quickly that education was my way out of that sort of generational poverty cycle. And I think what what kind of helped drive me was I always kind of felt less. Like I was lucky that I had really lovely friends at school, but they were all from very middle class and upper class families. They all had a mum and a dad at home. They had a one car or two cars. They had beautiful houses, beautiful bedrooms. They went to loads of clubs. They had nice clothes. And I always felt like I was never good enough to be in that circle of people. And I used to just, it just used to make me feel so, so sad. And I was like, right, well, I don't want to be like this forever. And I knew that my way out was was education. And I know we've just said, oh, the education system is broken. Well, it is for a lot of people. But actually, if you do want to do A-levels and go to university, which is what I did do, because I knew I wanted to become a teacher, that is the path for that. And I'm I was just looking. I've got it's my much head. more difficult now, though, isn't it? In comparison, what we go into schools and work in schools anyway. And my daughter's a, a teacher, and the stories she tells me in quite an affluent area are, are quite enough to make your hair curl. I, just, I think it's, it's so competitive nowadays as well. Yeah. And it's just because all children are trying are getting funneled into that system, it just makes it super competitive. And you've got children going into that system taking up university spaces and getting university spaces who then don't go and use the degree and it's like it's it's not a waste having that degree but actually if they found their path sooner or found their passion sooner they'd be able to to get there easier and and just things would be a lot easier but yeah for me education was my sort of passport out of poverty and I feel lucky that I recognise that sort of early on in my life because I see so many children nowadays who don't. And I taught my first teaching job was in inner city Manchester in a boys' school. It was it was that was hard going. And yeah. I genuinely ask some of the boys there, I'd be like, well, you know, what what do you want to do when you leave school? And genuine answers were, well. I'm just going to end up in prison like my dad's. I'm going to go and be, I'm going to, oh, one of them was like, oh, I'm going to go and pass my driving test. I was like, amazing. I was like, then what are you going to do? It's like, well, then I'll be able to deal drugs easier. And I was just <sighs> crying inside. And these were genuine career aspirations. And it's that just kind of made me so sad. And like, God, right, these children need help to really find what they want to do. And they need yeah. to realise that just because they're in a bad situation that doesn't mean their life has to end in that same bad situation that their parents or carers are in and that's kind of they're the children that I really want to get to the children who were like me when I was younger the children who, who don't have all the money who don't have all the support who who yeah. you can't see actually what's out there for them because there's so much out there for them yeah and I, and I think that's a really good point actually because we work with lots of children that do come from poverty backgrounds or children in care and actually this is the point of these podcasts to to point people to point to people and say you can make a difference to your life you can change your life you can uh, be an inspiration to somebody else and be the light in someone's darkness and I think that's the key thing that people need to realise is that th th there is hope 
but it's it's finding where you want to be like for me it was horses it was always horses and yeah. and I kept coming off the track and going back on the track and 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 going and doing a bit more with horses and but I knew that my life was going to be with horses and it, the more you ignore it the it never goes away <laughs> and they're probably the same with you in a way but yeah, um, <laughs> you know, people need to just find what they're passionate about to be able to navigate their world whether that be through education and and obviously I came out of school with no education I didn't have a, an O level a degree or anything because I was I was homeless at 16 so for me I pointed my di- my daughter in the direction of education because I said your life is so difficult without education but obviously I've now seen the other side of that as well yeah. because she has gone and done she's a, a, an English teacher and she's got a really good job and and she's she's got big things planned for her future but not in this country interestingly yeah (laughs) yeah because it's so difficult and they and she she does feel quite quite worried about the future as a teacher so in this country but 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 equally there are many children and this is where I come in so we're we're, we're both very different you and I I I want to help children realize that, that that just because you didn't get an, an English degree or or A levels or GCSEs, you aren't a failure. You are able to still go and be entrepreneurial. And look at Richard Branson. He he was exactly. didn't finish school with loads of qualifications, but you learn to think outside the box. And I think that's key when you're an entrepreneur. You start thinking, how am I going to solve this problem? How can I do this? How can I do that? And I think that's really interesting because children need to realise that they're not a failure. And, and the school system is 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 a tick box exercise like everything else in this world really, right really now, is. which I'm realising more and more <laughs> of. That if you fit into that box, then you're perfect. And that's great because you fit in that box. But if you don't fit in that box, then you, you're made to feel unworthy. And I think that's what's destroying this. It is, and it's so sad. I mean, yeah, there's lots of children who are going to fit into that box. Yeah. And there's lots of children who will go through the system and be absolutely fine. But that doesn't mean we should be forgetting about the children that maybe don't fit into the box at all or don't fit into the box perfectly and actually offering them other options because they just get hammered with GCSEs, A-levels, uni, and there's so, so much more they could be doing. And just like you say, encouraging that entrepreneurial spirit. They want to go and start a little business and, and, and sell some, like my little girl wants to sell balloons outside the house. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And it's like, just, just encourage them to explore those different things. And whilst it's important to be able to read and write, whilst it might be important to get some qualifications actually it's a bit more important to be happy in yourself and know what you want out of life and yeah finding your passion if you can help them find their passion then they're going to be on the route to finding the way into adulthood and that's so so important yeah absolutely so okay so tell me then a little bit more about you what makes you stand out from the crowd what makes you this 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 blazing star that has just won this award tell me (laughs) Thank you. Well, I guess I can talk about that in sort of two ways. So the Science Booth, which is my science edutainment company, I think the reason why that's done so well locally is just I'm a bit of an idiot and I enjoy having fun. And it's like as a teacher and as an entertainer, I want to have fun. And if the children aren't having fun, 
how on earth are they expected to learn? So if you come to one of my shows or one of my workshops or after school clubs, I am not going to be boring you with textbooks and worksheets. Like I am going to be having fun. I'm going to be creating explosions. I'm going to be getting messy. Amazing. I don't care if I look like an idiot. If the kids are laughing, then I feel like I'm winning. So for me with the science booth, it's entertainment first and then sneaking in the education afterwards. Mm. And then on the flip side of that, the community I've just set up this year, the STEAM Educator Staff Room, where I help, well, people who've got a STEAM education background, so a lot of teachers, but who want to kind of do STEAM education on their own terms. I'm helping those people sort of start and scale their own businesses. And I think what everyone keeps shouting about in my community is, well, one, how friendly it is, but two, sort of like my underarching sort of message that collaboration is so much more important than competition. And Absolutely. yes, you might be setting up sort of like an identical business to me, but I don't care because my passion and my drive is to get more people into science. And I can't see all the children in the country. So I want more adults doing what I'm doing and I will cheer you on every step of the way and I'll help you get there. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. And that's very open, like, growth mindset because you are you and people are going to buy you. People aren't going to buy necessarily your your solution they they might they might buy the other person's solution but they're buying into you as a person so so you could have two identical products and people will buy from you because they like you and so for me it's a no-brainer to to collaborate with people because not everybody is going to like me if somebody's doing equine facilitated learning they might not like me and it's about you making that connection with that other person that you're going to be working with. So so what I'm saying is it's you are the uniqueness behind your brand and people buy from you because they like you. And so when we're when we're getting out there, the bigger we shout, the more people we shout with, the more we get heard. And so it's really important to open those doors and not be worried about you know people coming in and having something similar to us i mean obviously we need to copyright our, our product or trademark yeah. our product yeah. which i've done and i'm sure you've done as well yeah. but but people buy from people and they buy the uniqueness of you so you're right to have that that growth mindset and i think it's really important that people um, know that you're out there to make change in the world and you will grow from that mindset when you start clamping down on on what you what you, you're selling or or working with other people then that's when you become very isolated and it's not great from a, a business point of view to be that way yeah I realized that very quickly so six years ago when I started the business yeah. I'm, I'm quite lucky in that in Cumbria there's not many people doing what I do but there was this awesome guy who was doing well, sort of similar to what I do, but but on a sort of bigger, more showy scale. And I love him to bits now. He's called Professor Pumpernickel and he's he's hilarious. Oh but my God, as, as soon as I started my business, I would just look at him and think, oh my God, he's so good. And I used to hate sort of how good he was because I was like, oh, I'm never going to be that because that's not me. Like he has a massive blue wig and he puts on this ridiculous German accent and he is absolutely amazing. But as like the sort of time has gone by, we've met each other at different events and I've got to know him. And actually, we help each other out now. Yeah. So, like, 
if if I can't do something, I'll get great in touch trait with him. to have. I think. Yeah, he'll get yeah. in touch with me, and we're making all these new connections. And it's like, yeah, as soon as I realised, yeah, to get over this competition sort of jealousy thing, actually. Yeah. We're all doing amazing science things. And I love now that we'll reach out to each other and help each other out. It's absolutely awesome. Amazing. So my last question to you then is when your back's against the wall, what gets you through? Well, one, I don't like failing. <laughs> and two, <laughs> I don't like letting people down. And that includes myself as well. So I think I sort of, I must have this like sort of, guarantee or policy in my head like a never give up policy so if I want if I want something badly enough and I want to make it happen I will just keep going and keep going and keep going and I think tenacity is so important and you might not get there in one week one month one year but actually if you're still moving forward and you keep trying and you keep taking action you're going to get there eventually mm. but the thing is you will never be able to be tenacious and passionate and keep moving forward unless you're what your passion is so if you think you've got a goal or you think that's what you should be doing but it's not really your dream it's someone else's goal you're never going to get there and I think the other thing as well is that I've I've realized that I'm not too independent to ask for help and I'm always amazed at how supportive other women in business are that they're there to help and advise and they are a shoulder to cry on and quite recently in my community I had a bit of a negative experience and I wrote about it and I was like god it's, I'm being pretty raw and, and really showing people that I'm a little bit weak here and actually the responses that came back were just lovely and my community actually lifted me a couple of weeks ago rather than it being the other way around and that that was just beautiful that was really awesome I loved that yeah and I think you're right there when you're aligned with what is right for you which is go back to what we were saying about working with other people if you're copying someone or you're going I want that idea because she's making money if you're not aligned with it and it's not your soul's purpose it will fail exactly I've had exactly. people come into my business and they've taken they've taken I mean many years ago before we, we we trademarked it they've taken the intellectual property and they tried to set up another business wow. and within weeks it failed because there's no passion and drive and so when your back's against the wall, you're in the right place. And that's yeah, it's, it's got to be your thing, hasn't it? It's got to come from the heart. Otherwise, you, you're never going to succeed for it. If, you, yeah. if you're not all in, you're just, you're just not going to get there. Absolutely. So brilliant. OK, Carrie, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, Taking Back the Reins. And hopefully your story will empower another woman's journey through adversity. And um, we can help people more grow through this this podcast and obviously we want people to find you so tell me whereabouts they can find you we're going to drop the notes in the show link as well but quickly tell people whereabouts they can find you oh thank you if you just google the science booth you'll find me so i'm on facebook as the science booth and i'm also uh, in facebook groups as the steam educator staff room if you're wanting to start your own sort of steam education business but thank you so much for having me it's been really nice to be able to get my story out there and especially on the week that i, I got my award as well so that's pretty know. Cool. how how <laughs> amazing has the universe set that up i know right <laughs> <laughs> congratulations again you're a totally amazing woman and you've really pushed yourself through that adversity to achieve your dream and your goal. So big hands up to you because you've you've done amazing and you're an amazing woman as well because I spoke to you for quite a while before we, <laughs> we went on this podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you again, Carrie. And uh, thank you to all the listeners for taking back the reins, for listening to Taking Back the Reins. And I hope this has helped you and I hope you have a great week.
Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.